This is Bantam's Banter's Look Back at 2013 with special guest toe rags from the width of a post. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bantam's Banter 81, a special episode looking back at a marvellous year for Bradford City 2013. For this episode, we're joined by some special guests, men with actual Bradford City knowledge. It's Jason and Gaz from the award-winging The Width of a Post blog. Hello lads. Hello. Good afternoon, you alright? What are you trying to say, Tom? You're saying I don't know nothing about it. Oh, and Tom's here as well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> We're also joined by Tom Fletcher. <laughs> thank you, thank from you. From Bantam's Banter. Thank you. Right, lads, before we delve into the archives and uh, listen to some clips, really, of the best moments of 2013, why don't you tell us what it's like for you, being fans and bloggists? Well, bloggers? Bloggers. Bloggers. Bloggist sounds like anti blogger. Yeah, <laughs> we don't like that. Again. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, answer the question. Well, I'd, for me personally, I thought 2013 was probably the best year I've had supporting Bradford City. I've been following for nearly 20 years, and just for a variety of reasons the whole drama, the excitement, the unrealness of everything that we saw it just, it'll, it just really sticks in the mind, and I'm sure it will really stand the test of time. For me, um, again, about 20 years following them. Uh, one of the best, probably up there with 99 when we got promoted. Um, my first year writing for Width of a Post as well, so memorable for that reason too, and don't think we'll ever forget it, will we? Good year to come in and start blogging, isn't it? A lot to write about. Definitely, there was never a dull moment, and we were always had, had something to cover. It was just getting it all in, really. But 64 games, and luckily we managed to get a match book for every single one of them, which shows is thanks to a lot of different people rather than just myself and Gaz. And, and um, we, I was quite proud to get that record, really, because certain things like Talkie Away or Plymouth on a Tuesday not always easy to cover, so just glad we got to do them all. I thought you were going to say certain people like Bantam's Banter don't get match reports every year. <laughs> well, that's great. So let's start in January, shall we? January 2013, and of course the standout games, Villa, home and away. Aston Villa. We have, we've got a few clips lined up. Well, let's listen to them first. Yeah. This is 1-0. This is Aston Villa. This is Nakiwell scoring the first goal in the first leg. Jones, oh. up, in, up in, the, in, in the air. That's got snow in it. Comes back down to Hines. It's Bradfield. We're in. Yeah! Oh, oh, my God. It's Bradfield. Oh, it's Bradfield. Oh, it's Bradfield. Yeah! Get it up. Bradford City 1. Aston Villa 0. They again in the Capital World Cup. He's got it to the lead against Premier League opposition. That is one big fish pump right there. Naki Wells scoring the first goal against Aston Villa. Unexpected, to say the least. Adam, we're all a bit quiet. Is it because Naki Wells scored? <laughs> and we know what we know. Who's Naki? Oh, yeah, we should we should probably mention that we're recording this show pre-Bristol game and Naki Wells has just left. And Bradford City's form's not the best. But let's not talk about that in this show. No. We're talking about the great 2013. <laughs> let's hear the next goal from the so Villa game, yeah, shall we? It was McArdle. Jones has just taken on a player. Corner! Another corner to the mighty Bantams. Do we dare? Take your time. Do we pull out the comment? Get it on. Get it on quick. I'll start this time. Go on. Oh, I've got to wait for to kick it on that. Brad, Brad, Bradford. <laughs> Into the box and like a fox, handsome's in the air. It comes back out to Wells, who goes to Jones. He's about to throw the ball in the box. I'm sorry, I can't concentrate right now. No, yes, it's unbelievable. It's Bradford City 2. I think it was James Hansen. Do not adjust James Hansen. James Hansen. What it? Who was James Hansen? Do not adjust your iPhone. No, the MP3 player is not broken. This is just happened. Bradford City 2. Aston Villanelle. It's live to the nation. It's not live, but you, and know, you get the point. It is live to the nation. It is live to the nation. On Sky. It is. is. You're right. Sorry. With 13 minutes to go. That was just such a great memory, that goal. I think when going to that Villa home game, 
you know, we've had the great witches over Wigan and Arsenal, but you fought two legs against a Premier League team. We're going to lose here. My fear going to that first leg was that we'd lose quite badly at home and then the second leg would just be completely pointless. So I was, I was a bit like Phil Parkinson when he said I'd take a draw for this game. So we went 1-0 up and you're thinking, hold out, hold out, hold out. You know, let's have a famous win. We'll obviously get beaten in the second leg and fair enough. But then when McArdle got that goal, it was just like, hang on a minute, we could actually get yeah. through here, we could actually get to Wembley and that was quite, quite really just changed everything, that goal. I think I think the first 20 minutes when Villa were attacking a lot and then we went up the other end and Naki scored, it was a kind of like shock moment because we're all waiting, looking, is he offside, is he offside? No, he's not yeah. offside and yeah, it was like yeah. a delayed reaction. It was an incredible finish though as well. Was, like, yeah. you, you, you couldn't believe that we possessed a player that could finish like yeah. that. Oh, we don't anymore. Let's not talk about it. But that, that, was, that was probably the... the the favourite, well, the Villa away goal we're going to hear soon was the favourite goal that I think that we've commentated on or oh, screamed yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. But that one, well, that I was, think when the commentary apps work, that's yeah. what that, I like. I'm quite the confusion. Like, I actually, because we scored, I wasn't even bothered who'd scored. Yeah. It was so up in there, I was just like guessing. And like, I was adamant it was James Hansen, but it, it clearly won't. The whole thing about the game clearly was that we thought we'd get battered. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we battered that's them. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We did. So they got one battered in it. Who was it? It was, uh, what's it called? Uh, Wyman. Wyman. Wyman, yeah. that's it. And then we scored a third, uh, which we'll play now, and then we'll play the end of the game as well. Get lost! This is not happening! I made a dream! Pinch me! What sort of dream is this? Standard! Oh my god! <laughs> Come on! Bradford City 3! Aston Villa 1! One game away from Wembley. We go into that game two goals to the good. <laughs> this, my friends, is how we roll in Bradford. So that's it. That's a lot of screaming from our behalf, if I, if I remember <laughs> rightly. 3-1, and we've just beaten Aston Villa in the first leg, and now everyone's thinking, oh, crap, we've got another leg to go. Yeah, exactly. I think it was just, I just remember the, like, at full time, everyone sort of stood around for a while in a bit of disbelief, they couldn't really take it in. I always remember Carl McHugh's like, face, he just looked like he couldn't quite take in what had happened to him that night, and you know, scoring against Shea Given, who he was from the same village he grew up or something, wasn't he? He's yeah, a hero. Don't go. It was just this whole, like, right, we just want to enjoy this moment, we don't want to go home and think about the second leg, just let's just have this moment for a bit. Yeah, I think I enjoyed the Hanson and McHugh goals a bit more than Wells because the Wells one was a shock, the McHugh and the and the McArdle, not Hanson, sorry, McArdle goals. We're like, we're on the attack. We're not, we're not looking like conceding now. We could get a second goal or a third I agree, goal. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And you were kind of relaxed, weren't you? You kind of enjoyed it. And, and McHugh, for me, it typified our season because he came from nowhere, didn't he? He came from, no one had heard of him when he signed for well, us. How old were you when he scored that goal? Would it be 18? Probably, I think it was 19. 19, 19, 19 when he signed for us. Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing that as we reached, as we, as we approached the end of 2013 and we, we'd come into the new season, that McHugh hadn't really been included in a squad when yes. during that cup run, he'd looked like he would be, oh, one, yeah. he looked like he would be one of the best centre-backs we'd he seen would. for a long time at the club. You yeah. could see him going on and being like a, a City legend, couldn't you like if, yeah. it, if you continue playing in the team you come from no it's got that goal and it, it, we all set up for him weren't it and of course before the end of 2013 he did come into the squad and, and had a solid game it looked like he'd not been out for a while so you know who knows what might happen no yeah. I have to win let's move on to Villa away. away because of course at the end of the first leg we were all ecstatic but still Oh yeah, you know. we, I was reading Aston Villa message boards and they were saying, "Well, sorry, we'll thrash them for at home. Standard, standard. We'll, we'll do them at home." And I think a lot of City fans were thinking yeah. the same. Actually, well, Villa fans thought they'd win. They booked yeah, hotels. They did, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. at Wembley, which is ridiculous. And then uh, up popped this man from the Quark. Dom in the house with TT Villa Park. Ball comes in from Jones. <laughs> it is Bradford City 4, Aston Villa 2. We have the away goal, Luke Dobb. I'm actually... <laughs> Bradford 
Man City, a team that is a bottom division team, are going to Wembley. We are going to Wembley. This is about Bradford City tonight. Forget Aston Villa, forget Villa, forget the Premier League team. This is about us. This is about our team, our club, and where we've come this season in this competition. Oh my God. I get very theatrical. Sorry, Dom had a brilliant speech, like very theatrical, and I was playing like jingles underneath, and I don't know why I were doing it. Do you want to know why? And this is the God's honest truth. I'd been to see Les Miserables the night before. <laughs> it's a good job, Jean Valjean. It's a good job because yeah. it, it came in handy. We've got but a lot yeah. to thank Les Mis for. We did, I don't think we expected to score away, and it, it were, you know we were rapping because it was a corner. It came in, and again, James without a like, shadow of a doubt, the best thing yeah. I have witnessed with my eyes, yeah. apart from the birth of my child. <laughs> but that. As a Bradford City fan, without a shadow of a doubt. Definitely. I, I remember that night, just absolute horror and fear. As that first half, we were just getting absolutely murdered, basically, by Aston Villa. And you're just thinking, our dreams just going to pieces in front of us. And then we got the corner in the second half. And I just remember there's a split second after Hansen put it in. We just thought, that hasn't just happened. Sure, that's not just happened. Yeah, and we then just absolutely lost the plot celebrating. Never celebrated a goal no. like that ever. It was unbelievable. We were the same, because on, yeah, the, right, on the podcast, yeah. we'd been so... We weren't quiet, but we were almost like, oh, yeah. We're going to lose. Yeah. And then, then that away goal happened. And in the back of your mind before the game, you'd always thought, if we score the away goal, we've got this. Yeah. And then, and then when it happened, it was, it was literally the things of dreams. Like, literally, I dreamt that Bradford City would do something like that in my yeah, life. Yeah, oh, you do, yeah. And, that, and, we, and we, like you say, we were nervous, but we were nervous for the game, not for podcasting. Yeah. And it was it were really hard to then get into your flow because we were so nervous about what could happen. Anyway, so we had uh, Anson scored and we went on to win and beat Villa. And uh, this is the uh, aftermath. We have turned the football world on its head. Bradford City, our boys, our team. Is this a dream? It was just, it was like a dream, wasn't it? It was like, has this just really happened? Um, I remember sitting there, I had to have a sit down, didn't I? Yeah, when, did. when, when Hansen scored, like head rush moment. What's going on? And everyone going mental. A friend of ours lost his glasses twice, didn't he? Twice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put them back Who on and lost them again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and coming out of it and speaking to people on the phone on the way back home and thinking, really, that's, that has just happened, hasn't it? What, what's just happened? What's going on here? We're at Wembley! <laughs> I don't know how long we were in that stadium for after. It felt like we were there for like an hour, wasn't it? When yeah. we looked round, everywhere was completely empty except us guys still just yeah. going mental. We were, like singing, we were singing, singing, we were singing the dark, weren't we? Yeah. We were Bradford City, we were singing the dark. We turned the lights that, off to yeah. get us out, didn't yeah. they? Well, <laughs> it, uh, in, from the press box, I mean, we were quite fortunate, as we said in an interview we recently did with you guys, is that we got to watch that. It was like being a witness of history. Yeah. We were, we, were, we were seeing what would be in the magazines and on papers. We were watching the Bradford City fans go wild. And yeah. I mean, in the press box, we were the only two people going wild. Obviously, the other stations were thinking, this is amazing for Bradford City. What a football story this is. But Tom and I were embracing each other. Yeah, yeah. We started taking each other's clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remember that. Well, maybe a bit. But like we, that's like you say, we're part of history. And we want, uh, you know, they're all bothered about the occasion. Like, this is going to be good press. This yeah. is good coverage. Good PR for their paper or whatever. But for us, we were like, this is just good for the club. And we're witnessing our club make history. Did, you know, did anyone history. get annoyed at you in the press box? Yeah, the talk sport, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, nearly, we nearly had a fight. So, someone faced up to Tom, so I... <laughs> I shot him the daggers, said yeah, a few words, me. and he never said another word again. Nope. Uh, but with the report, of course, the famous, now, the now famous report that came after that game, yeah. the, the headline was, the greatest night in Bradford City's history, question mark. I don't think there's a question mark anymore. I, to me, I, I mean... Well, I you, you wrote it here, Jason, so I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't in question. <laughs> you put that. I asked the question at the time. I mean, I wasn't at Blackpool all those years ago. To be fair, that was supposed to be the greatest night ever for people who supported the city longer than me. But for me, that just just what we achieved to get to Wembley, it was just absolutely mind-blowing for a League Two club. For us, no matter what division we're in, to make a major cup final, it was just the stuff you dream about as a kid. Yeah, exactly. You see it happen, would you? I mean, yeah. I mean, we can say it's part of history, but we obviously we weren't around in 1911. Do you know yeah. what I mean? With the, with the FA Cup, but in terms of the, the the immediate history of the past 40, 50 years, definitely. Yeah, I mean, of course, winning an FA Cup yeah. in, in 1911 a massive, a massive thing. But football's different now. The underdogs not expected to win. No. Then they weren't really underdogs because teams weren't known really for having the best players. Players were spread out through all the leagues and you were yeah. just lucky for whatever team you played for. Yeah, money didn't play a massive part. Uh, yeah, but yeah. now it's different. The golf know, now Teams is... can practically have whatever player they want. There's a lot of money. So that for us to come, you know, we, we played underneath the cloud of being outclassed by money 
and outplayed by Premier League. That's how the press played it, didn't it? They said our team was worth 7,500 or whatever, and that's how they played it. That was their card, and that that was the beauty of it. Um, but anyway, we got we, we got to a cup final. We did amazing, unbelievable. <laughs> that that actually happened, and, and, and that's why we thought it was important to 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 recapture it in 2013. So, so when we got to the cup it. final, in terms of bloggers, what do, what we are th- what what do you want to do? Are we going to do build ups? How are you going to pre- prep for it? Yeah, we spent a few days just kind of trying to get head round really what what we were going to do. I thought you know we have we'll have a week until Wembley, so let's get as much much good coverage on there as we can do. Talk to a few different people, interview people like Jamie Lawrence. One of the best articles that I did though was I spoke to James Hansen's dad, who'd quite an avid reader of our site, and he just sort of said. Would you fancy writing a piece of, you know, I'll speak to you on the phone, we'll write it up between us, sort of covering, you know, what it's like to have your son, who, you know, used to play at the court, yeah. obviously, and all that, playing at Wembley Stadium. And, and that piece, put it on the, like, the Monday before the Cup final, and just the reaction for that piece was unbelievable, yeah. getting you know, national journalists saying how brilliant it was, just record hits for the website, and things like that were just... Just, you just want to do things a little bit different because Will and his wife was here at Valley Parade covering everything. Exactly. You couldn't get away from it. We had to do our own little unique little things and I think that's the one that always sticks in my mind, having James Anson's dad say yeah. how proud he was. Yeah, that's and, and it was a month. As soon as we hit February, it's a month where it was big for, for people like, like yourselves and us, free, not freelance, but independent journalists that do our own thing for Bradford City. All of a sudden we're thrust into... The limelight, the national press wanted to talk to yeah. us. Um, we 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 did songs. <laughs> I think you 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 know you you uh, expressed your coverage by doing a really brilliant interview, very in depth. Went for a niche, no one had thought of it before. <laughs> we just sung a stupid song. Yeah, we did. We did, we did this. <laughs> Let's get ready for Wembley. Let's get ready for Wembley. Get ready. Get ready for Wembley. Knees are getting trembly. Let's get ready for Wembley. Let's get ready for Wembley. Get ready. Get steady for Wembley. Knees are getting trembly. We cut that short because we thought no one wants to hear the rest no. of it. <laughs> uh, so February then. February, a month that saw us visit the National Stadium for only the second time in our history and the, our first visit to the new Wembley. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, I guess we should start with the, the build-up, as we've already we've already been discussing. The press coverage that the club received was was tremendous. Oh yeah, we were down here on the pitch. There were people from Japan and Dubai, and it, it was it was world news. It was yeah. it was it was that big. You know, it, it won. Um, I don't know any old Tom Dick and Harry getting to the final. It, 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 you know, it was like a, an underdog story that just pulled out everyone's heartstrings. The world wanted to know about it. Yeah, there, did, there were yeah. Norwegian press here, Japanese, Chinese, Indian, Al Jazeera were here. Yeah. There was Sky Sports News, BBC, ITV. I mean, we felt like because we'd been invited down just to do a piece for the for Football Focus, yeah. and because they wanted to use our song to open the show with, and. We came down and we were pounced on by all of these. <laughs> and I felt like Julia Roberts. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Pretty woman. Yeah, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. But the, the players relished it. You could see on yeah, the faces yeah. that they were, they, they were almost dumbstruck by the amount of attention they were receiving. Because yeah. these are all players that have played, you know, all of their careers out of the limelight, really. They've, they've been in the limelight of their own fans. But nationally yeah. and internationally, no one, no one knows who they are. So to be thrust into that limelight, mm. you could tell that they loved it. I remember that it was live on Sky Sports News and getting on the bus to go down to Wembley. Things like that for the players, never going to happen again, is it? Like you say, they must have felt like rock stars. Yeah, yeah you're, you're absolutely right. So on to Wembley then. Yes, yes. Wembley Stadium, the national stadium, the stadium where every club in England, if not the world, would like to play. It's the terra firma of football. I think did you we we made a everyone made a weekend out of it. It was a family thing. How did you guys prep for for Wembley? We, we I drove down. I took the missus and uh, the little boy went down with us as well. Let him see Wembley and let him let him experience London yeah, for the first yeah. time. So it's only like two. Um, but yeah, just made a weekend of it. It's something you, you you coming down Wembley and you could see the picture of Parkinson, couldn't you? Up on Wembley, yeah. and the bit next to the picture of Michael Loudrup yeah. and Gary Jones, and it was just like it's real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is, that, that that feeling of Wembley away is. When you when you hit Wembley Way and you're walking down, especially when it's full of your fans, you can see the clever numbers. Just that there's nothing else that can describe how that feels. I mean, people try to like before we'd been to Wembley, I'd seen articles of people trying to explain what it feels like to walk down Wembley Way, uh, but there there are no words really that can put what what it's like when you start walking up and the stadium feels like it's getting bigger and bigger yeah. as you get closer to it, and you can see all your fans and the hustle and bustle. It's something that we we've not felt as Bradford City fans since obviously the Premier League days. No. But 
to feel afresh, to feel it, to feel it again, just felt so incredible. And to feel that walking down, and then we get inside, yeah. and then the feeling of the players walking out, and, and this is how, uh, how me and Dom are reacting on the day. This is the Capital One Cup final. Bradford City, a League Two team, a League Two team that we have all supported through thick and thin. Thick and thick. Should have done some vocal warm-up. For years and years, suffered utter disappointment, and look where we are. In a final, for the first time in a hundred years. This is unreal. We are looking at our team, our club, Bradford City Football Club, line up. They are stood right in front of us, in a line. The League Cup (laughs) final. There's a massive flag passed around the Bradford City fans. This is spectacular. It was spectacular. It was an occasion. You know, there were flags, there were everything. And uh, what were your expectations, footballing-wise, going into that? Um, I guess... What happened probably was deep down my expectation. I, I thought we'd put on a better fight than we did, to be honest. I don't think, you know, I think we were just completely overwhelmed by the occasion today. And for Swansea, it meant obviously meant a lot to them and they weren't going to take it lightly. It wasn't like playing someone like Chelsea who weren't, weren't really that bothered, they were not going to take it seriously. They really went for it. So the game itself, unfortunately, there wasn't much to celebrate, was there really? really? It was all about just the atmosphere and... Um, you know, just just a disappointment. Really. I don't think we'd ever expect to win it, but at the same time, you kind of think deep down, you know, maybe we could win it, you know, in your heart of hearts, potentially. I totally did. I totally <laughs> thought we could win it. So, no, but just think about what had happened before. I mean, you're right. Well, yeah, you're really, right. I didn't think we'd win it. There, there, there was always that seed in my mind, my heart, wherever it might have been, that we wouldn't win and just to make the most of the occasion. But I also thought, we beat Arsenal. Yeah, we beat yes. Arsenal. Yeah. We beat Aston Villa. If we if we can beat Swansea in that sort of way, whether it's on penalties or outright, we could win this trophy. It's like a double-edged and, thing, wasn't it? Because it's like Arsenal were above Swansea in the table. We've beaten them. Surely we can beat Swansea. But then you were thinking Swansea haven't been to Wembley for ages. They're yeah, going to be really up exactly, for this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Arsenal go all the time, don't they? They're Arsenal, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like Swansea were one of the worst teams we could have played because of that, I think. Yeah, I, think so. I mean, Clem from BB, the BBC, I can't remember his full name, hence me Mark being Clement. so familiar with him. He's... <laughs> 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 uh, he said, uh, he said to us, he said, I feel sorry for Swansea, you know, lads. And we said, why? And he said, because if it wasn't for you, this would be their moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And we've totally... Um, but, but so be it. You know, I kind of put that as a kind of... A ne- I remember him saying that, a kind of negative comment. I was like, well, hang on a minute. Swansea have had... You know, they've gone to the Premier League for the first time ever. Yeah. The first you know Welsh I mean? team. Exactly, the first yeah. Welsh team. They've had their moment. Let us have, 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 have ours. Absolutely. And we were the... All right, for the press, we were the biggest story. But on the pitch... It was all about, and afterwards, when they obviously doshed us, it was all about Swansea and how good they were, was, yeah. and how we weren't up for the fight. And I kind of agree, we, weren't up, we didn't look like we were up but for the fight. The I, occasion overorders, maybe, I don't know. I think the way that we're talking right now is a bit... Because I, I look back at that now fondly, I look back at it like one of the great, oh, the great, yeah, ex- yeah, the great experiences yeah. of my life. And, yeah. you know, we, Bradford City deserved that coverage. I mean, we... Um, we did this video for Capital One where they parked the coach <laughs> and we were supposed to go down to Swansea as well and do it with the Swansea players and Swansea didn't want to do it. So, you know, you either make the most of you at the occasion, yeah, like we did, like, uh, Bradford City, I mean, not Bradford City, yeah. But if, if <laughs> for me, it won't, we didn't lose 5-0 in a cup final. We did. We got to a fat cup final. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. what it for me. Exactly, it that's what you should... You know, that's and that's how what you're going to tell your kid, did it? Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the score? Can't remember. <laughs> not important. It's, not important. it's irrelevant. Anyway, <laughs> as we've discussed, there weren't many highlights in that game for us, but there is this one standout moment that I think you will all agree totally changed the way the game was going. Is a point. What? He sent him off. Has he? Yeah, but what? come on, lad. Smashing us 3 0. Pointless. Our goalkeeper's been sent off. Left wide open by his defence there. He dived. He dived. He did dive. He dived. Nathan Dyer, 12 inch tall. Come on, Dom. After me. One, two, three. Duke. Wanker. No. No, not Duke. Come in. <laughs> Duke, come on. Let's chant his name. Look at that, Dom. Look at that. A standing ovation for a keeper that's been sent off. Have you ever seen anything like that in your life? Naki Wells coming off. He's not looking at the bench in Wells. He'll be absolutely devastated. Who? 
Why did you leave that in? I don't know. Like, <laughs> did well, you want to bring up one of the dull moments I, of his life? I cut these clips two days ago before all this. All right. there you go. But anyway. There was a low moment when he got sent off. He just thought, there's still over half an hour to go, I think, wasn't there? And you're thinking, they're absolutely just pulling us to pieces and it's going to be an embarrassing scoreline. I remember was. my wife was <laughs> sat next to me just burst into tears at that point going, this is just the worst experience ever. Luckily, they eased off or we got better, I don't know. But oh, we, apparently, Michu whispered in someone's ear, don't worry, we all take our foot off the gears now or something. <laughs> Russian. Bonjour, already, Ivor. Anyway, moving on. Parkinson's speech was at, at, the, at the players' uh, party afterwards, where he said they should hold their heads up high and carry on, keep on going, and he was sure that we would be promoted. And it kind of, it kind of worked in the end, but it didn't to start off with because we were a bit crumbly weren't we after the cup final yeah the first like probably 10 games probably after the cup final were just a lot of draws and you just kept thinking it's not going to happen here we're moving further and further away from the picture I think for me and you guys we went down to Plymouth on a Tuesday night for nil-nil and stayed overnight and it was one of the things you're thinking why have we done this (laughs) because it wasn't very good was it we nearly lost the game and right at the end wasn't it as well I was just thinking it couldn't have got any worse I could because he could have scored them with the last (laughs) game (laughs) well it it looked it looked like that marvellous cup run that we'd had had you know knocked our push for promotion, you know, from League Two off the rails a bit. Why do you, why do you, why do you think we, we had a blip? Do you think it was it was, it was fatigue? I think it's a lot of it probably is to do what we talked about, how the players were getting all this spotlight, all that tension. And it must have been really hard for them just to focus back on the bread and butter. Go back, you know, for two days after Wembley in front of 75,000, you're playing in front of Dagenham with, yeah. what, two away fans or whatever they bring. Yeah, next yeah. away game. And um, it, just, it must have been a bit of a come back down to earth, get going again kind of, kind of thing. But I think looking back, because Phil Parkinson kept changing the team and everyone kept slating and going, what are you doing? Why are you playing Andy Gray up front? All this kind of thing. I think he got everyone fresh and going again and then suddenly it all just kicked in again and we got we just suddenly looked really really at it didn't we when everybody came back in yeah it was like oh that's why he did it because now they're all fresh they've had a rest yeah and yeah. they're all back well you mentioned there us coming back down to earth a little bit and here is a clip that you know from a game against all the shot and when this happened I think we all hit earth with a bit of a bump lookalike nine o'clock Ronnie Corbett nine o'clock oh yeah Ronnie Corby! <laughs> oh, shit, it's Ronnie Corby! Four candles, four candles! No, that's Ronnie Barker you're doing. Oh, no! Oh, get lost! Oh, the shot have scored somehow! Otis Redding! It's gone straight in! It's not Otis Redding! It is! It's Otis Redding's the guy who sang These Arms of Man! Shut up! What's he called? Otis what? I don't know, I don't care. sure. He scored it. I, I've, I've got a criticism of you. You focus on the wrong things. Would you not say that you focus on the wrong things? I'm, I'm singing Otis Redding, and you're saying, what's Otis from Gadget Show's surname? We both focus on the wrong bloody things. Yeah, that's true, because all the shots did just score then. Half-time's coming up, and Bradford City, somehow, against all the runner play, are 1-0 down. Yes, well, losing one at the wall. I shot. know that didn't sound quite like Tom and I hit the earth with a bump. Well, the point <laughs> is, we, <laughs> we did. We like too, falling apart there. <laughs> we too were in the clouds and we were talking about all sorts of rubbish and we were still excited. And then when we were like, look, we're focused on the wrong thing. Aldershot have just scored. Aldershot are actually a very bad team. You know what I mean? And we should be beating these in the league. And that was, it did, we did, we did come back down for a bang there. It was, that was probably the, the bottom of it. But yes. it was just a blip. It was. A very small blip because... There was a late surge. There was a nitrous charge from the Bradford City players. <laughs> nitrous. <laughs> I like that. It's from uh, Cars. Need for Speed. Need for Speed, right. Yeah, <laughs> the game. I haven't played that for a long time. Anyway, come on, PS1. come on. Come on. And, yeah, it all started to look a little bit good again. Oh, oh, oh Tom's had a oh, free. Oh, it's a oh, a sensation and Thompson scores again and Bradford City's three goal lead is restored and that's right everyone turn off those computers turn them off turn off that's your it. radio station fate who gives a toss about fate fate my ass up your ass fate and someone said to me the other day we're going to have to bar someone sometime it's happening it it's Bradford happening. City 4 8th placed Exeter 1 Exeter <laughs> I'm going to be hang on whoa. Bristol <laughs> 
Bristol. <laughs> that little kid laughed at you. We spanked Bristol, which are a brilliant team forward. Bring on the weekend, bring on Tuesday Rotherham, bring on Burton, bring them all on. We'll kick all their asses. Bring it on. Bring the rain, Morphos. There you go. It, it, it started to clip then, didn't it? And we won against Bristol. We look good against Exeter. I'm going off your notes here now, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd forgotten. I think I might have been drunk. Just filled away were good. Oh, yeah, great game, weren't it? Yeah, the whole running was just really exciting up and down. We wouldn't. We dug out some wins, and then we got we played Burton here with a couple of games to go. We just lost to Rotherham, which was a real oh, kick in the teeth, wasn't it? We always do. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we beat Burton, and we, and we thought it was going to go into last kick of the, the season in terms of getting the playoffs. So suddenly we would beat Burton, and we were up, we were in the playoffs definitely. We were still a game to go, like, and it was just all. It was amazing how easy it was because we've gone for a few weeks of. Oh, we've got no chance we've blown it it's all over next season so suddenly wow we're in the playoffs and we've got we can put our feet up for a little bit it all sort of turned around at one point didn't it did City win at Torquay yeah win two, was it? I can't remember 3-1 at Torquay yeah. and, and everybody else lost and you're like actually we could do this now yeah I mean yeah. we were extremely fortunate that other results went our yeah. way I think that's that's forgotten about and obviously there's nobody to thank for such an event but everything seemed to start going our way Luck played a big part last year actually and it was it, did, it yeah. was unusual because as a Bradford City fan you start to you learn to live with it that often things don't go your way or when something does go your way there's going to be something to balance out you know there's always a natural balance where if something really good happens Naki Wells will leave or something like that yeah yeah, and, yeah. normally but, balance out but last but year but it yeah. just last, last year we got the cup final and we thought well that's our promotion sacrificed but you know never mind yeah, yeah. and then when things started to go well other results started to go our yeah. way it was it, like Bradford City fans don't get that type of treatment no, we don't, they feel, don't, we don't no. feel that no. thing <laughs> what it feels like and there were standout performers I think you were, that we should that we should mention during that run when it started to turn around and Gary Jones who has made himself into a club legend with just one season's worth of play and Gary Thompson as well during that spell where we started to to climb the league again Gary Thompson looked like a great player and he contributed with, with goals and great performances that's right I mean the first half of that season he looked out of all the signings that Parkinson brought in probably the worst one he'd not really done it and there's a lot of people on his back and um, Parkinson we kept playing him and kept faithing him and he turned it around and probably in the second half of the season you probably put him in the top three performers really of the, of the whole team really he was, he was exceptional wasn't he I mean he scored against Arsenal and he kind of picked up a bit after that but like you say after the cup final he scored at York didn't he mm-hmm. and uh, he got was it a couple of goals against Bristol Rovers? And yeah, it, 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 like say him and Gary Jones, a couple of the players you could pick out and say, look, they dragged everyone with them and got them going again, didn't they? And once we were going again, we were away. Yeah, Thompson yeah. had a bit of a, a dodgy start, really. I think a, a lot of people agree. And then it against Arsenal, when he scored that goal, that, yeah. and then that just lifted him, yeah. and that's all they needed. And then that running towards the end of the season, into the Cup, and then obviously the league, it really carried us. And it, it was bloody brilliant towards him with Thompson. A really, really good player. Played really well. He, he did, did yeah. but, but coming in towards the end of 2013, Team. Mm. Gary Thompson hasn't really looked like the Gary Thompson that we saw during those no. in the, in that late resurgence in the league. So, what do you think it is? Why do you think that that's happened? I don't know if it maybe you know his legs have gone a little bit now. He's step up from what he was last season, but it is almost replicating how he began yeah. life at City that first half of this first season here, where he's just just always looked not quite on the right off, off the pace a little bit compared to the rest of the players and you're waiting for him you know, to have that spark again but fortunately we're not going to play Arsenal anytime yeah, soon yeah you're waiting for the Arsenal no. moment yeah. again aren't you he's, yeah. not, he's not had the chance for it yet maybe it's that he just needs a goal yeah, yeah. you're probably right Yeah, he, he could just need I do think goal. he looks short of confidence, confidence. Yeah. yeah we were at Oldham a few weeks ago and he, he looked completely shot to pieces confidence wise but he put in this brilliant cross for uh, what's it called Naki or something what's his score? name <laughs> yeah. I forget, I forget yeah. now but anyway we beat Burton 1-0 Yep. which confirmed our place in the playoffs semi-finals and who should we play in those playoffs semi-finals Tom? Burton Albion again we did and it all started with a home leg a home leg that I'm sure Bradford City fans thought would go a lot better than it did good afternoon good evening good night wherever, wherever you are in the world this it's history in the making. This is the first leg of the playoffs. That's right. The League Two playoffs. Bradford City versus Burton Albion. The first leg in a game that means one of them will go to Wembley to fight it out to get into League One. Cross comes in. Burton. Oh no. The bloody scored. Oh my God. Calvin Zola. Thick. 
Get lost, Calvin Zola. What the actual, actual, actual book. Bradford City are losing 2 0. Next person to say remember 96 to me is getting a flag shoved right up their ass. Hang on, Dom. Hang on, Dom. McCallum's in there. Any misses. And ball. That's the ball. That's the Come on, Wells. I'm smiling. I don't know why I'm smiling. That's yes! why I'm smiling. Come on, Good it's 2-1. On. Good there. 2-1, Bradford City yeah. back in this now. And Wells tucks away the penalty confidently. Oh, shit. 3-1. Uh, the score again. And you, and you know what led to that? Messy, messy play. Messy play. It's not, it's not, it's not playing a certain way, it's just all over the freaking shop. Yeah! Yeah! Thompson again! Thompson! Thompson, the man to revelation! He's done it! He's done it back in the game and it's now Bradford City 3-2! Sorry, come on, let you get worded! And I was sat holding Dom, we weren't looking at the game, I was looking at Dom's lap for some strange reason and just saw the ball rippling the top corner of the net. It's Bradford City 2, Burton 3, for the minute we're back in him. And that came out of the blue. Dom, comment, second leg, what have we got to do? Win. <laughs> Fair enough. We're at Tom's parents' house for this emphatic day. It's Bradford City taking on Burton Albion away in the second leg of the playoff semi-finals. The long ball by, by Meredith into the area, over the defender's head, he hits it back again. How many How many Naki Wells always scores goals like that. He always scores goals like that. It's Bradford City 3, Burton Albion 3. On the day, it's 1-0 to Bradford City. Yes! And at the moment, it's all square. Stop. Stop! Ah! 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 He won it! He won it! He won it! It's Bradford City 2, Burton Albion. It's Bradford City at this moment in time. It's a dodgy one. Thompson slides in. Thompson from hero to villain. I wish we could be a lad. This could be bad. Yeah, let's go on it. Hanson, Hanson, Hanson. Hope you enjoyed that musical masterpiece. Four minutes worth of us getting in to the playoff final. I think the the first leg here was just a bit bit disaster. Basically, that first half we were three one down, and you just thought we'd blown it. I think looking at the time you don't, just thought Burton let, let us off the hook a little bit in that first leg because they completely sussed us out. They were playing. They had someone sitting on Hanson, and it was just it was working a treat, and they should have finished it off. They were let, brilliant, to be fair, weren't they? They yeah, played they really well. That Calvin Zola, yeah, yeah, Zola, yeah, brilliant Magomer as well. Absolutely yeah. destroyed Derby that night, like which is a, a, a real rarity for Derby because exactly. he's like he's like seven out of ten every week. No one gets past him, but yeah. Magomer had him on toast, didn't he? For the oh, first did, yeah. the only time but funny yeah. enough you went away because Thompson got that goal at the end where I think he deflected off Jones didn't he when he was offside or something yeah. um, and you went away thinking they've let us off here we could, we'll probably do this now and with second leg was we went to that didn't we that yeah was just unbelievable, we managed to go didn't we and, uh, did, did, you, did you think we were going to win then because the confidence <laughs> were back to a high then not really. I think that <laughs> before, before the Burton first leg, we thought we've got to win. We've got to win at home because they were really good. At yeah, yeah, place, yeah, yeah, they, they were. They had a great record, didn't they? And when we'd lost that game, we're thinking. But you kind of hope luck had changed because we should have had a penalty in that first leg and we didn't get it. And you were kind of thinking, maybe maybe our luck will change in that second leg. Yeah. But you can't knock Bradford City fans, can you? Because you say confidence was low, but the build-up to that second leg at Burton was, was extraordinary. Something yeah. that I've not really ever seen yeah. in football before. And that is after losing a first leg and we, we lost quite convincingly to them, unfortunately. Yeah. The Bradford City fans, in their hundreds, queued up overnight oh, yeah. for a ticket. That in freezing cold conditions. Yeah, they, they queued up to get a ticket for that game. And 
And you know what? They were rewarded with an, you know, an exceptional piece of Bradford City history. Uh, we recovered from from being down, which is, you know, Bradford City should be famous for that sort of thing yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Blackpool 96, yeah. and yeah. now we did it again in another it, it, it was like we're going into that second leg as we were going, we were winning, actually. Yeah. As, in terms of the fans. It was, in terms yeah. of the fans, yeah. you know, they were like, well, that's cute, that's cute for 24 hours, I don't care, we're going up, we're going but up. But the loyalty <laughs> they knew, was... They knew, Loyalty was rewarded, which as a, as a football well, fan is, is not a common thing these days. And to, to see that rebuild your confidence in a club in its fans and and I think that all of that all those small things coming together are the reason that the atmosphere around the club was so great and probably the reason that we got promoted because I remember the Olympic cycling team they said that they don't do one big thing to make themselves good it's all the little things even down to what pillow they sleep on yeah. that they take the same <laughs> pillow everywhere with them yeah. and they think that those small things if they're all right add up to being the biggest thing of all and that's success and I think that's why it worked for Bradford City yeah. because everybody got back behind the team yeah yeah, they did and do you know why it was? it was It was. I think it was because we'd seen so much crap for 10 years that when there was the smallest glimmer yeah. of promotion of getting out of this league out of the doldrums then the Bradford City fans thought you know I've got to get behind this it yeah. was an interesting feeling knowing you're going to go to Wembley for a second time it was very interesting because then because a lot of people think practically don't they oh my mm. god well have we got enough money what about yeah. logistics where are we going to stay <laughs> and then a lot of people are like oh I'm not taking kids this time they've already been yeah. once this year <laughs> yeah. they're not going again they're not going again <laughs> did you go with your kids did no, you, no yeah, I didn't come like, second time no no, no. you didn't go I kids, went. I went. Right, kids, kids didn't go. This is like <laughs> it was more like back to work, wasn't it? Yeah. They were like, right, this is back business. To job. This is yeah, business. exactly. The atmosphere was totally different. Although the city fans were excited, nerves. It was worse yeah. than nerves. I and felt it was almost like you know the Swansea was a bonus. A get out of jail free card. You can, you can either way, it's gonna be a good day. But Northampton, that was. This is this is really serious. If we lose today, sixty-four game season has gone to nothing. Really. We wanted it so much, didn't we? As well, after oh, being in that yeah, bottom division, we really wanted it. it that makes it worse. Yeah. And so naturally, we move on to our second visit in one season to the National Stadium. Only our third visit in our history, and amazing, absolutely amazing. The atmosphere on Wembley Way was completely different. The the fans were nervous. Northampton fans, though, confident. We were yeah. approached by a lot of Northampton fans giving us sticks, saying we're going to beat you, hmm. uh, we're going to we're going to have you. Really? But we we had a really good experience because we were on Wembley Way interviewing fans for for Radio Leeds. That atmosphere before was worrying for me because because of the build up to it and the games where everybody seemed so confident to get to Wembley and then people were nervous. Kind of put one, the shivers in me. One expected because if, if we hadn't been to the cup final, it'd have been totally different. Yeah. It'd have been excitement. It'd have been we're going to Wembley. Yeah. Your kids have been there. Different, different atmosphere. And that you never know that could have changed the result because then the players might have felt it a bit. You know, felt more pressure being at Wembley only once. And you know, the Northampton fans. I, I think I, I think Northampton were a bit complacent actually. I think like Dom said, I think they came thinking, oh, we'll show them, we'll be all right. And I think they didn't expect us to be that good, and we were that good. But for, for them, it was different because yeah, it was. You know, we were fortunate enough I guess you could say to, to have been to Wembley already that season the whole wow this is Wembley thing had been done yeah. like for instance they wore suits to the playoff yes. final yeah, we'd yeah. already done that we're yeah. in tracky yeah. bombs weren't we yeah. well no I think we're in suits but they, still. They, they did the whole filming on the cameras on the pitch yeah. and stuff yeah, like that and yeah. we'd got that out of the way it was almost like we had a warm up for the playoff final <laughs> and if that's what we could label that cup final then gladly yeah, if that cup final yeah. was a warm up for the playoff final <laughs> yeah. because what we witnessed that day was, was nothing short of spectacular Thompson, 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 pull it back, pull it back, chips it, chips it, Anderson, on the header! Yes! Yes! Happening. Is, did we score? We that scored came out of absolutely nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Two nil. He just grabs this guy. Unbelievable! Come on. Unbe- is a guy being thrown around now, though. Easy. Well, you could argue it is easy.
like I said that you could argue it were easy. Um, it was. Were, were it easy, guys? It, it, looking back, it, it, it was easy when you look back at the game, but I, do, I didn't feel comfortable until no. about 10 minutes to go. You just thought, they get one goal. Yeah. You, you just never know, do you? But, but we were just clinical that day. We did to, to them what, what Swans did to us. I think you said that in an interview to Woodford Post, didn't you? Yeah. Before yeah. Christmas, it was... That, that was what happened, really. We we were just we just we were never going to lose that game. We just we were just completely at it. A friend of mine texted me at half time and said, "Oh, three 0 He says, "Well done, you're up now." I says, "You do know this is Bradford City. <laughs> <laughs> what could happen now?" Just imagine if they come back. It'd have been the weirdest season ever. It would. It would have been. It would have been. It would have in fact changed the whole outlook on 2013. Yeah, we probably won't exactly. be doing this show right now. <laughs> but, but we did get promoted. We won, and it was really convincing. I mean, the second half was quieter. And was a bit edgier because, like you said, if they'd have got one goal back, then we'd have been worried. But we were promoted, and and I, we should mention actually that for both Wembley's, Tom and I were fortunate enough to to sit in the press box, and that was paid for by our listeners via donations. Oh, which, yeah, which words honestly cannot describe how that felt to to not only be there but to have listeners that would do that for you is just unreal. How did your uh, coverage go of, the, of Wembley number two? How did you approach it? Obviously, you got really good stuff the first time round, but in terms of width of the post? Um, I think it was similar in terms of covering all angles, speaking to Northamptons, getting a bit of insight into what they're, they're all about as well, really. And it was, it was just, it was almost business as usual by that point. It was game 64 of the season. And you just, it's not that you're churning them out, but you're just kind of, you're well drilled, you know, you're a bit of a, bit of a machine. So it was just about planning with my team and just, just getting it on there, really. And um, the, co- the coverage, coverage post match as well. Yeah. I remember my wife was uh, due to give birth to our child for the first time 11 days after Wembley. So I was nervous if we'd even get down to Wembley. So I passed, <laughs> I said right to Alex, who writes the site as well, you're going to have to do the match report. I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. commit myself to this sort of thing. So it was all that kind of practical distraction plan. She came on the well. bus, though, didn't she, with us? She came yeah. on <laughs> yeah. She could have given birth on the, on the bus down to Wembley. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Would have been a good you'd, have missed yeah. the, you'd have missed the game, though. That's, that's the downside. Yeah. Unless you wanted to take a baby still attached. <laughs> to Wheel her in! Wheel her in! <laughs> Where's the placenta? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's hear what the mood was like at full time. Yes! 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 We got it! It's full time! Come Bradford City are promoted to League One. Oh. We've won at Wembley. We've won a playoff final. Come We've on. won at Wembley on Bantam's Banter. We deserve this. We have waited so long as Bradford City fans. Come on. You all deserve it. Parkinson deserves it. We deserve it. You deserve it. The players look drained. 65 games this season's taken us and a whole lot more over the last 13 years Bradford, to get to this point. Bradford City are going up. We've done it. Bradford City win at Wembley. Well, there we go. Promotion achieved. It, I mean, we've waited 14 years for a promotion and stuck in League Two, you just began to think, we're stuck here forever. I always remember they used to call it the Rochdale Division because Rochdale never got out of it. And then they did get out of it and I thought they were going to start calling it the Bradford City Division before long. Like, <laughs> we just seemed to be, be stuck there forever, like a life sentence. How so. long were Rochdale in it? Like 26 years, was it? Oh, really? It was a record, yeah. weren't it, yeah, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Then they came back down for two years, didn't they? Poor yeah. guys. Losers! <laughs> <laughs> it was a different feeling, though, wasn't it, winning that one? It was almost like a relief. Yeah. Excitement the first one, getting to the cup final, then after that, I mean, you heard it in our voices there. I mean, we were hugging like you've never seen any two men hug before. You know, it like, but it was a hug from a relief. Yeah, know? I think everyone reacts differently, don't they? Like, yeah, they do, I were yeah. relieved, and I, I was just emotionally drained after that yeah. game. So I really wanted us to go up, and people were coming up to me going, "What's up with you? We've got promoted." I'm, like, I'm just exhausted. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm buzzing inside, but I'm exhausted. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I, our voices were were totally shot, weren't they? Mm. But not from screaming. It was from you know. These are the moments you support a football club for, though. You wait for these things to happen. Yeah. It's why you support. You, have, you always have faith that that's going to happen. Otherwise, why bother? Yeah. Why bother supporting a club? It was just immense. It's just trying to take in every second of it, yes. with every ounce of it, watching the players go up, get the trophies, dancing around on the pitch. You weren't going to leave till Lay left the pitch, were we? Throwing throw your scarf, eh, Jace? Oh, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I, I, took, I had this scarf, which I've had since... 
probably about 10 years I've got through thick and thin gone all around the country oh and um, just I got really carried away at full time and Alan Connell came over <laughs> and I just thought I took my scarf at Alan Connell thinking he'll, he'll wear it he'll be really proud and all this give it back and what he did was he looked, He sort of looked at it went to the other part of the stand and then just chucked it in the crowd straight away oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right if you're listening if you were quiet what's it like describe the scarf it's just plain claret and amber there's nothing on it just oh. claret and amber if Alan Connell yeah. threw a scarf and you caught it give it back <laughs> Jason really wants it back <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. And um, so, yeah, League One. One. We made it. We did. And what, what, the league that when we were last in it, I said it can't get any worse. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Did you say that? Did you? <laughs> it was a nice summer. I think a lot of City fans slept like almost hibernated over summer. I did. Long and hard, and they woke up and we were in League One, and uh, you're just thinking, here we go. I think the main thing is you wanted that kind of good feeling from the season before just to continue as long as possible. In the first few months, it was like that. It was just, it was just like carried on as we were. The exact same team, basically. Just carried on beating teams. But that, that tricked us into thinking it was going to be an easy season. Yeah, it did. It did, yeah. That, that tricked us into thinking, oh my God, we're going to get promoted again. What were tips for promotion from some bookmakers? I'm sure some bookies are promoted. Well, it's, or up there. Y- you did a thing on uh, with the post and you asked the writers to predict where we'd finish. And yes. what, what was the ultimate result in the end? The average score was about eight for that, but some people had us in the top three. Yeah. Quite a lot of people I, did. I, I'm quite negative as a at the best of times and I said as long as we avoid relegation I said at the start yeah, yeah, yeah. and now I'm, I'm doing the old soldier sort of thing <laughs> pessimistic but we said we said exactly the same thing I'm pretty sure we said it on the on the first, first podcast back is that if we don't get relegated that's progress absolutely yeah. of course yeah. it is because course we, it is. We, we came up into a league and we stayed up yeah. I know it's quite a common thing for a team to come from league two and go straight up but you know history doesn't often repeat itself exact. No. I think we've been realistic, won't we? And it's like um, it's like now, you know. I didn't really want to mention it on this show, but we've sold Naki Wells. Okay, we sold Windass in two thousand and six. We sold Johnson in two thousand six. We got relegated. Yeah. When we sold Wells, a lot of messages we received on Twitter were, "Oh, it's just like two thousand six when we sold Windass. We'll go down." History very rarely exactly yeah. repeats itself. Course, yeah. If that happens again, that needs to be in Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> the same thing it's happens going. again. <laughs> but, you know, we, we, we actually started really well. It was weird. We, we, I don't think anyone expected it. Uh, we played Carlisle and um, this happened. That's it. Full time. 4-0. Fist bomb. Boom. And it's Bradford City 4. Carlisle United nil. And it's Banner's Banner 71, and we're back at Valley Parade, and what a way to come back. 4-0 against Carlisle, who, you know, actually were on a bad side. Did Carlisle come... No, they come down, no, but they, they did all right last year. They've been year. there a few years, haven't they? Yeah, they were kind of like years. an average team, and you thought, Let's, it's a good benchmark for us, really, how good... And it was 4-0, and then all of a sudden we're thinking, hang on a minute, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Naki Wells is scoring. We're going to storm this league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we play Sheffield United. Derby, Stephen. Right beater of the weekend! Lovely save! Nicky Wells! That is hilarious! Nine goals in eight games! And the record is smashed! Nicky Wells scores again! An absolute shanker! An awful goal! The worst goal you'll ever see scored by a professional football player! Yeah, he's a shanker. He features features quite heavily in this. (laughs) He does. Nicky Wells is scoring. We were beating teams. Sheffield United were 18,000 here, weren't they? It was just like, this is a dream of League One, what, you know, after the years of Dross. And, and they were it, really were favourites to go up, weren't they, Sheffield yeah, they were. United? Oh, yeah, 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 they were. It's my yeah. son's first game as well. Was it? Yeah. His first ever game. And the atmosphere Hooked. was just um, it was fantastic. It was the best atmosphere we've had in a league game for a long, long time. Yeah, many, was. many years. I remember when that final whistle went and I looked around at my son and he was stood up clapping and it was his first game and I remember thinking... Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> well, that's it. We're Reel him in. quick. <laughs> we're all on the high. Teddy were loving it. Absolutely loving life with Teddy. I think as, as we all were. And like you you touched it, Naki Wells got, brought the record. Was it eight, nine in eight? What was the record? It's like eight in a row, isn't it? It's irrelevant yeah. now. It is yeah. irrelevant now. But he, and he was scoring goals. We were winning. And, and everyone's thinking, we were up there. We're thinking, hang on a minute here. We, we could be pushing for... I, I, I even thought of automatic at one point. I, I actually did. I really did. We were beating these teams. Um, I thought we were going to win league. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And uh, we, we, beat, we beat Shrewsbury. Remember, that? Remember yeah, the Shrewsbury yeah, game two yeah. one. Yep. And the handsome winner. But you've got to remember we had that we still had that full 
first starting lineup, we still had that confidence running through our veins. Yeah. And that almost lulled us into a false sense of security. It took a couple of injuries and it just began yeah. to fall apart. Davis and then Wells, and it just started to, started to go a little bit wrong. I, I remember, though, we went to Walsall, start of October, we won 2-0, and they were a good team, Walsall, and we played really well. And I went away, wrote a match book going, we're promotion contenders, this is it, we're going to do it. And then since then, it's one win in 15, so I do feel personally responsible for <laughs> what has happened since. But guys, why, why do you think, do you think, it's the, do you think is it just the injuries? Because only two players injured. Uh, I think as well, it's momentum in it. Like, you, you, Davis is a huge player, and you've taken him, he, he's not there, he's a big player for us. We lost Naki for a bit, James Hansen got injured for a little bit, but there's the momentum as well. Eventually it's going to die out, and it. we were rolling on the back of last season and keep it going, keep it going. And if you just get a couple of bad results, it kind of t- peters out a little bit, doesn't it? It does. And so we come to the stuttering middle mm. of the season, the end of 2013, and indeed where we are now, uh, about slap bang in the middle of the 2013-14 season. And things started to go a little bit wrong, starting with Tramier. What the hell? He just punched you in the face! Back it! Oh, Parkinson! Bill Parkinson got in a fight with a player! Back Get in, in there! Ricardo Garnier squared up to Parkinson! Yes, he's on! He's on, lads! This is he's what I'm kicking off! I'm running more, look at Ronnie Moore, red faced! Put your beak away, Ronnie! Oh, well, looks like Phil Parkinson might be joining us in the press box today! Get up here, Pavel! He's off! That player has got to be off! He, he gave pushed Kyrie him in the, the face. straight elbow in the he face! Carl Reed stole on the floor, rolling around! That were kind of, uh, well, not the bottom point. I don't think we got there yet. Uh, but it was a bit definitely a low when Ronnie Moore came with Tramier. I think that, just remember going to that day really confident. We were playing Tramier at bottom, I think, at the time. It was on a Sunday, and you just think, here we go, we're, we're on a roll here. And then that defeat, just it just it just changed the season looking back. It, it, just, it was a bad slip-up that day, wasn't it, really? It, it was awful, wasn't it? Because, like, they were such an horrible side, weren't they, to play against? <laughs> Time-wasting, slowing it down, Ronnie Moore giving it the big one in the... In the um, Could you say dugout. Antics as well? Yeah, match and, fixer. Uh, the referee was <laughs> dire as well, weren't it? And it, it, it he, yeah, referee was bad. Absolutely, he, he ran full length of the pitch to book the goalkeeper for time wasting, and it was just like we're not. You knew with ten minutes to go, we weren't going to equalise, didn't you? Yeah. So yeah. tell tell me that you in your head did the same as me and thought typical. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. That was a typical City defeat, wasn't yeah. it? A, a classic almost, you could, you could argue, yeah. what we've had over history. And So then we come up to Wolves and we think, well, if we can beat Wolves, we'll, we'll be all right. Did Wolves have to try me, actually? We got this wrong. Yeah, it was, that's right. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. And we thought, if we, if we can beat Wolves, we'll still be up there. Wolves are going to contend at the end of the year, you know, in playoff spots. If we can, if we can beat them, you know, we'll, we'll stand a chance. Uh, and we didn't play that badly. We played we well, did. didn't we? Yeah. We did, yeah. we played well against Wolves. Uh, but Wolves showed what they can do. When we what we want doing, which were at the time defending and scoring goals. Oh, oh yes! no way! Come on! No way. It's David. Oh, no. It's the stairs. Richard's David. Oh, look at all the wolves, lads. Come on, me mammies. Lovely cross oh. again there by Andre. Found Richard Stephen near post. He's got an absolutely mental there. there. Two one wolves. If you're wondering if we just turned yeah, to like we had a back, like we banged ourselves on head and got that, that disease. <laughs> That's not us. We did a podcast with the wolves guys and they they were loving it, but. That goal in particular was really poor defending, one of the worst defenders yeah, I've was, seen. Yeah. And we seem to be picking up this end of the season where they're not, we're not closing down. I think points. that, yeah, that was the first glimpse of yeah. that sort of defending that we saw. Disappointing, let's not dwell on it. And on to what no. we're next Coventry. Oh, Coventry. yeah, I forgot about Coventry. Yeah. Coventry City, and a game that we thought, you know, this is going to be a difficult one. And then they started, and we thought, yep, it was difficult. <laughs> 3 0 before, before half time. 2-0 it went yeah. after 10 minutes, wasn't it? Something then 3-1 we went down. Does that mean we have to talk about the man we don't want to talk about again? Yeah, well. uh, we don't have to talk about him. We've got to hear about him. <laughs> there he is. Naki Wells, the weight of 14,000 Bradford City fans on his shoulders now. No, thousands at home on TV. Sorry. Yep. The pressure of Tom and Dom of Bantam's banter. <laughs> not only... Oh, sorry, you've not got to... Is this for the draw? Is this that... for his hat-trick? Imagine the sheer amount of pressure on his shoulders right now. Chill back, innit? Ball... Um, bit of a story about that. When uh, my my wife was uh, four days overdue to give birth to our second child at that game, and she was uh, sitting at my mum and dad's house, my mum, and I got back after the game, and uh, she says, "I think I've started my contractions, so we, we set off straight home." Selfish. Yeah, I, mean, I, thought <laughs> that. I want to enjoy this moment. We just, we just come back to door three. 
But she, um, while she was kind of in pain, I got her to promise me that we could use Naki as a, as a third name. And how glad am I that we didn't do that. Now it was a girl, so we didn't oh. do it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean as a third name? As like a middle name? Yeah, like a second middle name, because she weren't having it as a middle name, and definitely not as a first name. So, so. like, what, 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 sorry, well, no, let's not go into it. Could you call John Paul Naki Smith? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a girl, thankfully. Thank so. God for that. <laughs> so that was the story bit. That's where we started to stutter. But we're still in the story a bit. We are, but yep. it seems to be going from bad to worse. Mm. We've not won since September. Nope. Yeah, I mean, for a while, I think we were we were losing games, drawing games, but playing quite well. And, you know, things like the Wolves game we talked about, that was a good performance. But then, you know, over Christmas period, we've started to play no, dreadfully. We went to Notts County a few days ago, didn't we? And, yeah. dear me, that was pretty grim stuff that was that, that day. Like, you know, bottom of the league again, thrashing us, really, weren't they? Yeah. It's a worry. It's a worry. It's, it's such a shame that the years ended on a low note, really, in that sort of sense. Yeah. I mean, well, what, sorry, go on. What, what, what are your expectations for the rest of the season? For me, it's it's we've got to stay up. I said it at the start of the season. I'd be happy if we did it. If we stay up, I'm more than happy. I think mid-table. I'm a bit more optimistic than you. <laughs> mid-table will do me. I think you know if we if we said at the start of the season we'd be 12th at this point, everyone would, would bite the hand off. It's the fact that we started so well and they then dropped down that makes it. It does, it does seem a bit of an anticlimax at the moment, doesn't it, really? And just wanting to see that kickstart. I'm sure it'll come. I don't see... We know we talked about the, the, the similarities to 2006 or seven when Windass and JJ got left and we, we dropped down to relegation. I don't think that'll happen again. I think Parkinson will turn it around, but but it's it's worrying times at the moment. Definitely. We talked about luck before, didn't we? I just think we need a little break at the moment. We get something goes in off someone's backside again and we win 1-0 or something maybe it'll just turn for us yeah, I agree. We, need, we need that late resurgence I mean I think what we need to do is hope that a late resurgence is just Parky's thing mid-table is a realistic target especially now looking, yeah. at, looking yeah. at how the season's panning out mid-table I think a lot of fans would be happy with that and so let's end on a positive note for, yes. personally for us all is that um, we as a group attended the football blogging awards in Manchester in November and Width of a Post were nominated for Best Established Award and were voted winners of the Most Established Award, Best Established Award 2013. How does that feel? It was just unbelievable when it happened. Um, I, I just, when the name got read out, I was just absolutely stunned. I think I was just we smiling like... It. <laughs> we were yeah. shaking. <laughs> you were shaking, yeah. And everyone was kind of staring. I was, I was part of me thinking, have I just got this wrong? Is that actually our name? Have I just misread it here but no went up to the stage and I was just sh- shaking in bits whereas you guys you can tell you guys have won awards before because you were like oh James <laughs> just said that you, you were like yes we've won Gra- grab a cut out of Sir Alex Ferguson that you found <laughs> took you up to the stage everyone's booing you because they're all Man City fans well she, she was a Man City fan and I think Dom actually told me he said oh if we win we should take that up as a joke and I'm like yeah I'm doing it I didn't, I didn't think we were going to win and so I thought if we do win then I'll do it I'm not bothered and I were actually really ill I can't time. believe we won because we I went can't. there thinking this, is, this is a pointless endeavour yeah. <laughs> because we were up against like Arsenal Liverpool yeah. Man City and same for you yeah. So exactly. when we got there, we, we were sat at the table and we were, we were a little bit nervous hmm. because we'd gone to you know quite a lot of effort to try and get people to vote for us and to know that we need their votes. But then, well, you know, like when your name gets read out, it's just unreal. You can't believe it. No. You work so hard on something and then to win an award is amazing. But what does that tell you? That tells you a lot of things about Bradford City as a, as a whole as well. Hmm. It's the fans. The, the fans, loyal, aren't they? The loyal. Yeah. They'll really get behind something, whether it be a podcast, a blog, a fanzine, whatever. They will get behind it, the team, the club, and through thick and thin. And we'll end on that. Thanks very much for listening to Banton's Banter. Thanks very much for withofapost.com. Is it thewithofapost.com? Withofapost.com. Oh, just with, no, thewithofapost.com. Get on there for all of the top blogs and in-depth coverage of Bradford City FC. Thanks for having us. And if you like idiots and the stuff that's a bit more shallow, (laughs) then visit bantamsbanter.com. Thanks for listening to this 2013 review. Thank you for downloading this Bantam's Banter special. For more from this pair of Bob on Toe Rags, visit bantamsbanter.com. I'm on top of the world, hey, I'm on top of the world.